Saying questions in that tone and pointing your finger at me will get you told to fuck yourself. Thousands? I know stuff. God damn it. <laughs> anyway, today's quote du jour, that was from Cy Tolliver in Deadwood. Love that show. Wonderful source for swearing, which is a central point to this podcast, of course. They even had a character named Swear Engine. Swear Engine. He was a swear engine. Get it? They were sly. They were slick, those bastards. He was an actual person. There, there really was an Al Swear Engine? Yes. Damn it. I thought that was just a clever name. No. A swear Engine. Just an, an engine for swearing. Really? Ah, oh, God damn I'm it. I'm fairly certain he was a real person. All right, Google yeah. Let's go, go ahead and Google that. Oh, God. The Google. Can but, we say Google? I think we're allowed to say something. Just something it. Ellis Albert Swearingen, born 8th of July, 1845. Yeah. In Oskaloosa, Iowa Territory. Mm-hmm. Died 15th of November, 1904, age 59, in Denver, Colorado, USA. Occupation, pimp. Early entertainment entrepreneur in Deadwood, South Dakota. Okay, then. So, we have a look. I guess it has some basis in history. <laughs> Occupation, Pimp. <laughs> All-around badass motherfucker. Fantastic stuff. Let's see, what else did we have here? Oh! That information brought to you by an online encyclopedia with a Hawaiian name. <laughs> it is, actually. It means quick. Really? Yes. I had. See, I'm learning all kinds of shit over here. This, is, this has been an informational day for me. It's Th- what I do. Yeah, you're... you're, you're <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, we're going to be doing a segment. We're going to do a little installment of the SML or shit Michael likes in a little bit. But first, apparently I'm opinionated. A little bit. And we certainly love to hear you share your opinions because you do it with such uh, zest. I was going to say real. gusto. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> we're thinking we're banging on both cylinders. <laughs> Chinese food. Swearingen liked a Chinese guy. Yeah. Woo. In Fuck the TV it. show, at least. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he, he might have had business dealings in uh, Deadwood's Little China, at least as far as uh, feeding adversaries to pigs and the like. But uh, no, modern day, Americanized. It doesn't list anything about pig feeder in his occupations, though. Oh, well, that's, that, was, that was his weekend gig. That was just a hobby. Yeah. Pimp during the day. Hobbyist pig feeder by pig. night. <laughs> pig foodie in the evening hours. Disposing of other pimps and their clients. But no, uh, we just had some badass Chinese food. I am still struggling to sit up straight. It's that sort of meal where your posture just goes to shit. Totally worth it. This orange chicken from Koi is right down the street there. Asian cuisine. Oh, yes. And they do nail it. it they, they can, she kept warning me with that. Okay, it takes a little while to cook, okay? And I don't know if she's just sort of... Trying to let me know, okay, you're going to be here a while, or if it was that unspoken, seriously, you want to order that? Please order something else, you fucking dick. Come on. Don't make us cook that shit. Steven says die in a fire. Okay. Well, then, then now I have my answer. But before I die in that fire, use it to make some goddamn orange chicken. Fair enough. Oh, get these three big fucking, I mean, slabs of chicken, like the size of, I want to say something common that everybody knows, the size of a child's lung. I'd say. About three child lungs. That seems probably accurate. I don't yeah, really know what the size like, of a child's lung yeah, is. About the piece of a uh, slab of orange chicken. I would assume you know this due to your medical training. Nah, just guesstimating. You know, a, a non-smoker child taking in a full breath 
will get you about the size of one of these little chicken pieces here. And it's in this fantastic spicy orange glaze of, uh, I swear if they could bottle it, uh, it would be it would be a, a bath salt or a, a potpourri, something along those lines. So to cover what we were actually speaking about is Americanized Chinese cuisine. Yes. Because proper Chinese cuisine, from my understanding, is a lot of steamed fish and white rice yeah, and it's, vegetables. It's pretty straightforward. And there are a couple of restaurants uh, in the U.S., certainly not down here, but you, know, you get around the coastal areas that kind of pride themselves on having an actual menu of Chinese food. Right. It's one of those deals where you have to ask the waiter for... Which like, I, no, yeah, I understand want. most Chinese restaurants actually have a off-menu, like... Well, like, sure. And if you want to see you know, what it looks like, just see whatever the staff whips up for lunch. when they're on break. Exactly. It's like, oh, that doesn't look like General So's big, sugary, spicy fuck fest of fried chicken. That actually looks like it might be good for you. <laughs> yeah. Who wants that? This is fucking America. But, um, all right. Uh, the other thing we will be discussing is uh, people's general ridiculously opinionated requirements for their Chinese restaurants. Uh, people do have – for me, I don't know. I'm easy to please with Chinese. Like, you have to go way far out of your way for me to disapprove of your Chinese. That's, it's pretty much a home run for me. So you're starting off in a good place, and you can only go up from there. I mostly base Chinese restaurants' quality off of whether their fried rice is any good on its own. That is a good standalone. I've had some fried rices that were pretty succulent. Uh, digging into them, good portion of the meal, or, or just walked away going, yeah, that, that could have been a standalone piece. Others, it's like eating fucking packaging material. Yeah. Like, this has some flavor, but Jesus. And, and that generally tends to be the restaurants that you walk into that have that generic grouping of uh, pictures hanging above the counter. Oh, yeah. The stock photos. The stock photos. Of that are shit all that's not even on the menu. Super vibrant orange and green. They don't have any, like, natural coloring to them at all. No. And it's always backlit. Yeah. Of course, you know, on the opposite side of the walls, there's the pictures of the, you know, Beijing or maybe a traditional dancer or something like <laughs> and everything yeah. is either red or gold. Oh, yeah. Red, huge 49ers fans, Chinese. That's what my, my understanding. Well, I mean, you know, San Francisco, Gold Rush. Two people that came out the best on that was Levi Strauss and the Chinese immigrants. S bang. See? It all clicks together. <laughs> Rice O'Roni. I don't even think that was an Italian that Chinese joint venture. Was it really? No. <laughs> Should I look up the origin of Rice O'Roni? Uh, you know, not sure I <laughs> no. give a shit. <laughs> Let's leave that one alone. Yeah, even I've even spoken to people from San Francisco. I was like, so do you guys eat? Ri don't even fucking say it. Rice? No, don't. Did I, mm -mm. But I don't know. Do we get any kind of flack for that kind of shit down here? The only thing that pisses me off when people come down here is uh, Nolans. Yes, musicians will do that shit. It's like, hey, it's good to be here in New Orleans. It's not you guys say it, though. You, you guys are like, New Orleans, right? It's like, no, only if you're a fucking tourist. It's New Orleans, for shit's sake. There's only certain things that have certain pronunciations in this area. If you're talking about the street, it's Burgundy. If you're talking about the color, it's Burgundy. Exactly. Or if you're the, talking about the musical instrument on top of the steamships, it's Calliope. If you're talking about the street, it's Calliope. Calliope. And as always, no one can spell Chapatulas. No. In fact... <laughs> That should be, that should be like a code word to oust the oust spies. Just pronounce this pr pronounce this word, 
And if you come out sounding like the fucking GPS, that's it. Your ass is dead. They cap you and they leave you in a ditch. Our GPS can't even pronounce canal right. Oh, what, what do you get? Like canal? It's it's not even. No, it's not that bad. It's just like it's <laughs> turn left on C anal. That sounds even worse. C anal actually sounds worse than canal. It's like what in what world is that how you would pronounce that? I had a fucked up GPS that would if it was something like Fifteenth Street, it would say turn left onto One Five Th Street. Like it was as if the streets are named after early George Lucas movies. We we have like the worst possible area to live in in regards to GPS pronunciation. Oh, but I love it because when you reach a street like you know Chapatulas or or Chifuncta, uh, Chifuncta, Pachatula, Bogafalaya, right? They don't even fucking try anymore. <laughs> it's just sort of turn le- in eight hundred feet, turn left, please. <laughs> just for fuck's sake, what do you want from me? I don't want to say it. They didn't prep me for this shit at the factory. <laughs> don't make me say it. <laughs> What like, uh, you, do, you know what? That would be a great little business. Just a local to make locally formed uh I was going to suggest like that we actually DLC. record a watch your mouth GPS voice. Oh, fuck yeah. I would I would be all over that. Turn left. Ah, you missed it. You fuckhead. All right. Do a Yui. <laughs> Turn the fuck around. Pulling a U-ball. For fuck's sake. I told you to stop texting. Right? If your kids are in the car, tell them to put their earmuffs on right now. <laughs> This is going to get fucking weird. Slow down. <laughs> Slow down. Fucking. Oh, Jesus. Christ. You know what, Greg? I'm going to always say Greg because there will be the one Greg who just gets freaked out. How, how does it? How does it know? I don't well, think you could do like what we should do is just every now and then just change the file on the Internet to a random name. <laughs> so it's just like it's like I downloaded it again. And it suddenly knew it was it suddenly knew I was Chad. <laughs> it started calling me Greg originally And I started to get used to it I started even responding to it When people would shout it in stores Greg, oh what? god <laughs> Whenever I hear that I feel like I'm not going In the right direction Oh man What are you we know talking what? about? <laughs> well, Chinese food mostly People's opinion of it and uh... it's Yeah I mean it's, it's really You're not going to have much You'll have a little bit of variation From restaurant to restaurant and it's generally going to be small flavor tweaks here and there. But sure. Mandarin chicken is going to be Mandarin chicken. And you don't eat... I mean, yes. I mean, that brown gravy, I don't know. I think that all comes out of one central location. It's like, oh, yeah, the semi-thin sort of brownish beige gravy that gets a skin on it in like 15 seconds. Oh, yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. just agent, agent beige. We need a tankard of that. Agent beige. One factory... Somewhere, and it's probably somewhere like in the suburbs of Cincinnati, where all the good bottled water comes from. One of the strangest things I was at, I went to a, um, it was in a theme park that I went to, and they had a restaurant. It was Restaurants of the World, and it was like a, kind of like a mall food court. Oh, God. And it was was a Mexican restaurant, a fish and chip shop, a Chinese restaurant, and an Indian restaurant. All in one place? All in like, it was like a food court kind of deal. Oh, I thought you meant all in one restaurant. No, it would be ridiculous. That would be way too many cuisines clashing in one kitchen. I would call it so, dot, 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 so you're hungover. The, uh, the people, the Latin descent people were running the Indian restaurant. The Indian descent people were in charge of the chip restaurant. I would trust that. The Chinese or Asian descended, descended people were cooking the Mexican food. Mm. And yeah, it was a bunch of white dudes in the Mexican restaurant. 
it's like it's like is this is this like a political correctness thing or were they all just terrible at making their own cuisine i think they were all hanging out after a shift left night you know just one night they would just smoke and say guys i got an idea i do have to tell you those were some of the best chips i've ever had there you go come thursday we're gonna pull a switcheroo on i'm just gonna freak them the fuck out everybody down yeah i did have a funny dream usually my dreams I, i i don't know what the fuck it is with my dreams they're they're influenced by the things around you. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Thank well, you. No, but I mean, like, if you hear a commercial about something, you apparently dream about it. Oh, that. So you had super weird, like, hardcore, like, NASA dreams at one point when you were watching the NASA channel. That'll happen. If I'm halfway asleep and there's something going on in the room, yes, I will, my mind will construct weird shit to go along with that, but... No, this is just something that comes purely out of the dream that I wasn't expecting. I dreamt of a recipe or an idea for a recipe. Mexican fried rice. I don't see why that would be a hard thing to do. Right? You could probably do it with some chorizo or something like that. Well, you've got the rice that comes. It's just kind of an afterthought. The Spanish rice. Yes. It comes with. It's got a mildly different flavor than white rice. Yes, because you had that little bit of, I guess it's saffron or. Something to it's, it's a coloring y- agent, yellow food, <laughs> right? And some cumin, fuck it, they won't know. But it comes, it just if they're Actually, on the they side, use cumin a lot in Mexican cuisine. Oh, yeah, yeah, cumin, chili pea, bitch. But it comes in that little side dish with the beans and the chi, and um, it's just mildly orange rice that has no flavor. It's filler, yeah, it's there because they fucked you on the fajitas, and you know they fucked you on the fajitas. So well, that's because just nobody here, nobody no, in at least in this state, nobody knows how to make fajitas. They start off with strips of freaking stew meat, and they sauté that in a frying pan with some onions and peppers, and they're like steak fajitas. Yeah, and then they charge you five dollars more than chicken fajitas when the stew meat was cheaper than the chicken. And the chicken, right? And that's... real fajitas are made from skirt steak. God damn it! There's not much I have. <laughs> <laughs> a very you know, no, no, that's not true. The whole point of having a segment called SML is because I have a you very have opinionated on, on Right, but... I was going to say, there's not much that I care about in this world, but it's Skirt not steak, comma, god damn it. I was just going to say beef in general. Oh, yeah, yeah, beef is... A, so you have a beef with... I have a beef <laughs> with low-grade beef. Rimshot. Well, all right, but the, and, but that's what that would be the center of... The Mexican fried rice, because you'd use the high quality, like the skirt steak or flank steak, skirt steak, or is that the flank same? Flank steak and flank steak is kind of like, it's, it's kind of similar, but different because it's, <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's okay. The best description I've ever heard of it is you have three cuts of steak that are all similar texturally. Mm-hmm. And it's your flank steak, your skirt steak and your butcher and your, what's called a hanger steak or a butcher steak. Mm-hmm. So your flank steak is – the way it was explained to me is by like – they referred to it by the number of years it takes for someone to graduate from college. So flank steak is that hardworking kid who graduated in like three to three and a half years and like busted his ass to get out early. Skirt steak has kind of been that like – that you know, that four, that five-year plan like just okay. kind of coming out on the tail end. I'm a proud and skirt then, steak graduate. I want to go on the record for <laughs> mentioning that. Um, and then, and then uh, you have people like me. Who are uh, what is what they refer to as the hanger steak? Who's been in college for seven plus years and is showing no signs of graduating, <laughs> or doctoral degree, or yeah, no, it's, it's it's like I'm I've been in college for seven years 
and I have no piece of paper to prove it. Yeah. <laughs> You're in college for that long, and that it, that's either something... I'm a college really, student for a movie ticket discount. It's always an extreme <laughs> reaction. It's either something really awesome or, or not. So, I've been in college for seven years. Wow, wow. That was, so when do you defend your dissertations? Like, I haven't selected a major yet. <laughs> oh, no, I've yeah. been through like six majors. I mean, you know what? And that's one of those things that uh, Mike Rowe did a great piece about you know, college being for everybody or not and how... Uh, it isn't. No, it isn't. It most certainly isn't. And it kind of pisses me off that it's now assumed that everyone has to go to college. Oh, they're moving away from that now in high school. I, yeah, I heard they're about starting that, to instill is... like, you know, like a, a lot more Votech plus things yeah. and teaching people trades because they realize that we're losing all of the blue collar workers. Yes. And, and, and the market's becoming flooded with white collar guys that don't know what the hell to do with themselves. Precisely. Or yeah. what a hammer looks like. <laughs> right. You know not. <laughs> right, you, you you've you've defended your thesis on on finance, but you can't open your fucking toolbox. Which is uh, but, which is another reason why the only thing, one of the few reasons I would like to graduate and get like a master's degree or something would be to try and for like convince a college to let me teach a course called the shit your parents should have taught you. Yeah, yeah, I would which, I'd sign up for that class. I'd, I'd help you. I'd ask you to help me teach it. Fucking a. <laughs> yeah. There will be language. One curse with authority. Exactly. Don't use oh. it as a punctuation. God. Yeah, man. I was, somebody should give that lecture to the fucking 13-year-olds on Xbox Live. There well, is a, there unfortunately, is a, they're also invading uh, video gaming. Like uh, on a PC, it's horrible. Mm -hmm. it's, but mostly they're kind of sticking to you know games they don't have to spend money on, like League of Legends, thankfully. Yeah, well, any kind of forum where you can just openly speak to other people, but you're still behind that gaming veil. Holy shit. The mouths on these assholes, and they don't know how to swear. Like, if you want to watch movies uh, that have choice, top-notch swearing, fuck. Watch any of the any of Scorsese flicks. That's usually good for that. Um, Deadwood. Deadwood, beautiful. Because not only do you get the Victorian era English, but you also have the the swearing in there. Fucking. Uh, and they sling cocksucker around like it's in like it's a you know. Oh conjunction. my god, cocksucker! Yeah, cocksucker. It's like. The flower girl with the wedding, just flinging it at her, cocksucker, cocksucker, cocksucker. It's, it's like a garnish. Or um, but, uh, we were talking about earlier, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. That's a fantastic one. Glenn uh, Gary, Glenn Ross. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. That's a tongue twister. Coffee is for closers. If you just say coffee is for closers, I'd understand what you're... <laughs> Bunch of fucking nonsense. Usual Suspects has got a good bit of curse in it. Yes, it, it does. That's a fantastic one. Uh, as far as shows are concerned, uh, you know, outside of Deadwood, obviously, the thick of it, which I want to say is the same producer. I would did. actually just say that the uh, the British and or Scottish just have a whole different way with cursing. Oh, yeah. They can string some extremely eloquent sounding horrible shit together. Uh, there was recently a clip on YouTube mm -hmm. of <laughs> a specific British TV host on a cycle nearly being run over by a van where he stringed together about 20 words uh, of some of the most vile and amazing swearing I've ever heard. I know. And it, it was very swiftly after seeing said video removed from the internet. Yeah, it it was, makes me sad. It was beautiful and devastating. It's as if somebody flung... A silver-plated sledgehammer. I really it's beautiful, kinda, but it's fucking shit up. I really want to do you know get get a good recording of that, or you know have like it written down on a post-it note so I could later reference it when I wanted to yell at somebody while I was driving. Yeah. Oh man, just watch the thick of it. You will get 
oh, just catalogs of shit to yell at people. And I learned something about the thick of it as well. I didn't realize that In the Loop was a movie about the character from the thick of it. Basically. And they, well, it, it was no, no, weird no. because he they still has the same name. Right. He still has it. He's still Malcolm, uh, Malcolm Tucker. Tucker. But there are a couple of the other characters that. For those played. of you who don't know and may be Whovian fans or Doctor Who fans, mm-hmm. you're, we are currently discussing a character played by your current Doctor Who. Exactly. Which Peter Capaldi, if I remember correctly. That sounds about right. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, right when the announcement came out that he was going to be the new Doctor, there was a photo of him just kind of pointing at the camera and said, don't fucking blink, <laughs> which I thought, yeah. I, need, I really need to watch fucking Doctor Who. I am a disappointment to nerd kind everywhere it's okay it's, there are people that are worse than you there are people that still haven't seen things like pulp fiction uh, yeah it's true there's another good source of cursing it's a fantastic source of god damn actually in general you could probably do pretty well with tarantino films tarantino um i get a little annoyed with tarantino flicks in that before they even come out it's just automatically assumed that it's a cool movie that everyone must see well that's it's kind not of happened some, that's kind of i don't know uh, I would probably say that kind of happened from Kill Bill because like Kill Bill was one of the ones that was like, bam, kind of brought him back into everyone yeah, giving like a shit. The Reservoir Dogs and the Pulp well, Fictions and the well, with that, but like he kind of had his name then and then kind of faded away a little bit. Well, made some weird shit that nobody really gave a crap about. Popular movies among what I call the kids that smoke cloves, uh, those. Pseudo-intellectual dickweeds yeah. that also rant and rave about movies like Fear and Loathing or Requiem or anything that involves a shit ton of drug use. The clove smoker kids. Ooh, ooh they love it. There was a good bit of cursing in Fear and Loathing, wasn't there? Uh, I believe there was. All I remember... Well, there was just a lot of drug references, shit. mostly. I mean, it's definitely Uppers, a good... downers, laughers, screamers. <laughs> Cocaine, rum, devil ether. <laughs> did you but... see what God just did to us? <laughs> God didn't do us. But, no, I mean, Requiem is certainly, if they were looking to put together a great, hey, kids, don't do fucking drugs film, you know, they did a fantastic job there. One of them ends up, let's see, I want to say the mother ends up getting her fucking brain shocked out in a mental ward. Uh, one of them's in a hospital bed sobbing his fucking brains out because he's missing an arm. Uh, third one is... I can honestly say I haven't seen that movie. Well, it's a fuck- And it's probably going to be drawn at that point because... I'm just tired of watching depressing ass shit movies. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, like, go ahead and bump that uh, from your list. I um, let's see. I probably I caught the latter like hour and a half of uh, Twelve Years a Slave. Perfectly good. Not seeing the beginning of it. That one kind of sucked. Well, yeah, hard <laughs> but to watch then, again. So did that time period. Sure. Yeah, and, but, and understand. I mean, sucked in the ten. You know, hard to watch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but as far as I guess cinematography, acting, film oh, score, yeah, no, etc., on all those other points. Fantastic. So, yeah. But, a plus is across the board. Uh, uh, two things that I don't like to... Oh, first of all, all right. as far as Requiem, I don't know the name of this song, but it, it was sort of the theme song for Requiem. And, oh, God. Oh, uh, I actually... It occasionally pops up on a Pandora station. Yes, it will. It, it's um, such a simple tune, but... And everybody... Oh, so many people that I know just fucking love this song. It's like, oh, it's yeah. Nee, 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 nee. It, it's so basic that it's literally, it's a fucking three note song. It just sounds like a six year old was sitting there with a little multicolored keyboard. To avoid actually pulling it up. So that way we don't run but into But then I would have to hear it. Yeah, and, but, so, but also so we don't run into, you know, conflict 
issues of, you know... Oh, people are going to know what the fuck I'm talking about. No, the, uh, I know exactly which one you're talking about, and I think it's, uh, it's, it's called Tappy's Intro. It's the film score, I believe. I don't know. Tappy's Intro. But it, it, it comes up every now and then, because I, I don't know, I apparently have sculpted a like epic movie soundtrack radio from one like 90s Seed. song yeah which is um what was it? uh primitive radio god standing outside of a broken phone booth with a money in my hand jesus christ um what you're gonna have to you've never that? heard that one I-, I probably have i just don't know it by title <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> it actually to... samples like a bb king track okay. oh wait a minute uh it's a uh, been downhearted yeah yeah okay yep and, but yeah, that's the title of that song. And apparently because of like, you know, thumbs up, thumbs down occasionally on the thing, I've sculpted an epic uh, like action movie soundtrack radio. Nice. Because it's all this really weird like offshoot instrumental mm-hmm. music. And I'm just like, eh, this is really good music for me to play first person shooter games well, to. That's another segment that I want to introduce into into this show. Uh, I'm going to call them gum tracks, like chewing gum. Mm-hmm. And I'll walk you through my logic on that. When somebody pulls out gum and you're in a public place, just gum? automatically it just it perks your interest. Like, oh my god, they have gum. The gum is the most amazing shit ever. And then they offer you gum and you're chewing gum. You're like, fuck. Why don't I ever buy my own gum? This is just just gum is so fucking incredible. I can honestly say I don't. I've never had that feeling. See, that's how I get around gum. Well, I had a um, or if, as a person that buys gum on the regular, usually when you pull gum out, everyone else is like, what? Everyone turns into gum addicts. I, well, I when I was younger, I had uh, I got braces at a young age. As did so I. I uh, and I was informed that if I screwed them up, I was going to have to pay for them. Ah, and yeah. I was shown the bill. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no, I know what eight thousand dollars is. That's a lot of money. That's an eight with at, at least two. I zeros. only get five dollars a week for an allowance. <laughs> And And that's only if I do the dishwasher every night. (laughs) I'm going to be on the roof with a fork. I clean. I clean. God. Why did I chew on that mixture of roofing tar and pen caps? (laughs) So gum tracks. (laughs) There are those songs that maybe they pop up uh, in a soundtrack of a movie or maybe a trailer for a game or just maybe even on the radio. It's like that... that noise that was in the inception movie that's now in every trailer ever made uh yeah i know the big yeah. yeah but now if you hear one of these songs and it just it dawns on you like it just hits you like a ton of bricks holy shit that song i love that song why don't i have that song well that's how i felt when i first saw the guardians of the galaxy trailer which, uh, which song hooked on a feeling god damn it all right. I've liked that song long before it became popularized by that movie. Well, same here. I mean, I've, I've always known the song. In fact, I knew it from Reservoir Dogs to bring it back to Tarantino. But uh, we had to... God. You right. to Huka Chaga? For the... Yes. For the uninitiated, <laughs> I'm in a band. We play a lot of weddings. We just did one in New Orleans. And we had probably the first of what I could refer to as a wedding coordinator, Zilla. Oh. The bride was cool. Family was cool. Everybody had a good time. You know, the, everything went off great. They were calling for an encore at the end. It was beautiful. Blah, blah, blah. I still thought it was good when you hijacked the wedding band at your own wedding. Yeah, that was pretty good. The guitarist, like, loved it. Everybody else seemed kind of pissed. <laughs> no, they they actually came up to us afterward. Um, well, months after. I'm talking like within the past month. And like, said, y'all Jesus, were at some you, other gig? You guys were fantastic. It was. I said, really? I was 
fucking blitzed on champagne and scotch. I have no idea what the fuck. I, was I actually playing a bass? You could have. I could have been holding a ukulele. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> Ken's just banging a mop. Rosanna. <laughs> <laughs> but no. So we have this uppity pain in the ass and a pantsuit and a clipboard coming up there every five minutes. Just okay. We're doing this now. We're doing this now. We're doing this now. You should have totally just. You should have a song that you play when you have to deal with one of those people and when they tell you to play a specific song just play that one instead i pull out a recorder and i go toot toot fuck off bitch and then I no no, no but i mean but then you just play it make it a song that generally pretty much everyone likes mm-hmm. but you just have that one in your back pocket for when the wedding coordinator is being a bitch cowboys from hell pantera <laughs> well i was saying something a little more fitting yeah. but if you do that and then what happens is is if they if the people are like that wasn't the order it was supposed to go in. You just go, that's what she told us to play. <laughs> and I now hand you the bag. <laughs> well, no, most... All right, the thing about... Hang on, hang on. The bus is coming. And you've been thrown under it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, what most people don't realize, especially when you're planning a wedding, everybody that you're hiring to do whatever, I don't give a shit, you know, the flowers, the cake, the band... The caterers, they've all done this a bajillion times before. They've done a bajillion before your wedding. They're going to be doing a bajillion after. They know how this shit goes. So when you come along with this big, super detailed, micromanaging list of everything you want them to do down to the last fucking second, the bulk of it gets disregarded. And it's not, and I don't mean that by saying they're going to show up and just do whatever the fuck they want to do and tell you to fuck yourself. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there are some that do that. But what I'm saying is... They don't adhere to your super detailed list and you don't notice anyway because the entire time you're drunk on, well, hopefully nuptial bliss, but also champagne. You've got a fucking wall of... it's a Baptist wedding. Well, yes. Well, then it's just nuptial bliss. Yes. And yeah, I guess that's about it. But there's going to be people, family members, It's uh, everyone. Everyone's going to be happy. You're not going to be paying attention to it. You're too busy talking. Our, we may occasionally dance. Yeah, our fucking band could have played every song on our Do Not Playlist on loop. And there's, I wouldn't have known. There's, nope. I'd have, I'd have probably been jamming. Like, oh, yeah, brown-eyed girl. Fuck yeah. Wait a minute, didn't I? Fuck it. Brown-eyed girl. I'm fairly, I think they did play that. I wouldn't be surprised. But, I, think, I think at a certain point, when it, after y'all kind of went through the whole, like, things you're supposed to do. The cliche wedding songs that y'all asked for, maybe. We didn't, well... We, y'all avoided some of the cliche wedding we songs. We pretty much avoided all... Yeah, don't fucking play Brown Eyed Girl. No At Last. No goddamn uh, electric slide. No fucking Footloose. Well, most of the no stuff Electric that, Avenue? <laughs> well, oh, that's that's the... We danced to that one. That was a... <laughs> that was the first dance. That's right. I remember that now. Then we take you. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think, you know, our first dance was... Moonlight. You should really remember this. Yeah, well, yeah, it's Moonlight Serenade by uh, Glenn Miller. Kicking it old, old school. But uh, he died in a plane crash. Did he? Supposedly. Oh. Whole entire band signed up for the military, uh, enlisted themselves into the army during World War II, and all they did was fly around and play gigs for the troops. That's awesome. They did USO stuff. Yeah. But they were all actually in the military. Right. Hey, it's one way to keep uh, away from the front lines. Yeah. Like, hey, fuck you, buddy. I got a trombone. <laughs> I got to entertain these guys. We had a kid that uh, would come into the uh, card shop that I used to go to, 
and he played the trombone and we got him to mess with uh our uh our good buddy mr bond mm-hmm. and he was he was sitting in the he was sitting in one of the rooms playing his trombone Doo-doo. wow mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mr bond for those who may not know has this absurd yes ridiculous fear phobia of sharks of sharks and he's probably going to get really mad that we maybe spoke about this eh, possibly in a recording. But uh, when we have him in, which we will eventually, we'll at just some point. wear shark suits and he'll, he won't say shit. We'll get shark onesies. Exactly. Big gray shark onesies. In fact, you'll dress like the Katy Perry halftime sharks. Oh, God. I regret watching that, actually. Yeah. It, uh, it was what it was. It's a halftime show. You know, it's. Wasn't Lenny Kravitz there? For all of two seconds, I think. Yeah. He was like, Lenny Kravitz, back to Katy Perry. Did you see the shot of him playing in, when he was in New Orleans and he came across some choir or something that was in uh, Jackson Square? Mm-mm. And he's like, oh, you guys hear that? And it was, what he heard was them playing one of his songs. And like he went up and the band like didn't even stop. I'm like, that's impressive. Everyone was like giving him credit for the factor of like Lenny Kravitz went and played with him. I'm giving him credit for the fact that Lenny Kravitz showed up while they were playing one of his songs and none of them flinched. Yeah. They just rolled with it. Right. And then they got him to join in. See, you know, if I were the front man of that band, and you see how fucking awesome we are? We nailed that cover so hard, we actually summoned the writer. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, <laughs> Elvis covers. Watch this shit. Let's see if we can, uh, let's get some resurrection on right now. <laughs> we might try Imagine later. If we can get Elvis back, we'll work on Lennon. <laughs> Small steps. Just take this shit one at a time. So anyway, yes, this wedding, hooked on a feeling. So we've got clipboard in our face. Because, all right, at this point, you're going to play hooked on a feeling because that's going to be... It's bad that I almost typed in hooga chaka instead of shark onesie. A little bit. <laughs> don't, don't type and think about the classics at the same time. It's in bad form. But uh, we said, okay. First, we said, okay, we had to learn hooked on a feeling. So you guys we, didn't already know that one? No. But it's a simple enough song. We all recognize it. we've heard it before, so we just had to go through the paces of learning it. Because you'd be What's amazed. What's the baseline like on that one? It's weird. It's this strange kind of not so much walking, but it's got this weird arpeggiated sort of. So feel is it to actually it. somewhat fun to play? It's not really simple. It's kind of you know you actually have to do something other than just doom 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 doom. Uh, yeah, dum, it's yeah, it's pretty. Um, dum, 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 I took my own liberties with it. Like yeah. usually, if it's if it's weird like that and it's not an integral part of the song, like if you change it. It'll sound weird. I'll just sort of do my own thing. But so we learn it, including the goddamn hookah chakas. <laughs> Did you and, actually hookah chaka? Oh sure. I was the I was the 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 baritone hookah chaka. Hookah chaka hookah. And uh, the day of, it's okay. They're about to come out, so start playing uh, hooked on a feeling. Okay. A minute goes by. Actually, you're not going to play the whole song. You're just going to vamp on the intro. And we're looking at each other. So you want us to go fucking hookah chaka for 20 straight minutes while the bridal party comes out? The fuck are you talking about? Another two minutes goes by. Okay, you guys won't be playing it at all. They're just going to be uh, playing it straight off the iPad. What the fuck? Why do we even burn the, the evening learning that shit? Meanwhile, again, you could see on their faces they did not give a fuck if we played it or the iPad played it. It didn't matter. Y'all should have just played it at the end of the night for the encore. Well, the beauty part about the encore is that right when we were about to start the encore, the brass band came in and led them out. So we were off the hook. 
Because we were looking at each other going, eh, they want an encore? Eh, hit them with some more 80s shit. They like the 80s shit. And then Brass Band shows up, leads them out. All right, cool. Get the fuck out. And that was it. Now it's time for us to drink. Yeah. We're going to have a few while we wrap up fucking mile and a half of microphone cable and aggravate our hernias getting all this shit out to the car. But you know what? It's beats the shit out of clocking in and sitting at the desk. And see, people think I'm weird because I don't want to sit at a desk all day. No. And I'd rather, you know, work my ass off in a hot warehouse making furniture or something. There's absolutely nothing nothing wrong with that. And, and yet, for needs. some reason, I've now decided that I want nothing to do with that business because of the fact that the people that are in that business are kind of cutthroat. <laughs> I guess that would be a badumps. Right? Yeah. Cutting? I'll, I'll let you Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> But what? It's like a, it's competitive, like it's, or, it's, or people will fuck you things, over to. It's not necessarily that. It's you have the businesses that have been around for a long time, that because they've been there forever, people will go to them. For instance, we have one in we have one here on the North Shore, and it's one of the most gone sought after, gone to places for cabinets, and they make very nice cabinets. I had a friend of mine whose dad used to work for him. And they've done stuff from, you know, just a normal kitchen to the kitchen on a yacht for a Middle Eastern prince or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's then that's that's the name in it for the North Shore. And then you have the other guys who are trying to get past them and they have to offer basically their work for as close to similar quality, but at less of a price. Sure. And so you then have to basically continually just undercut to try and make it. And you're just never going to make money at that rate because you're constantly trying to undercut the guy who's already trying to undercut the big guy. Mm -hmm. So you're trying to undercut the middle guy who's already undercutting the big guy. Right. And you just keep dropping the price to where then you're only making enough money to keep the lights on. Well, yeah. And the idea behind that is that, yes, you are doing it for you know, next to nothing, or you may even be taking a loss on it, but... It's one of those things, though, that you can't start unless you have enough money to keep yourself afloat for, I would say, even 10 years. Well, and that's, you know, that's a business model that a lot, um, a lot of it, I mean, I don't care if you're going into restaurants or whatever else, you know, that's how they'll frame it up. It's like, you need the money to... Well, restaurants, know, my understanding is, on average, you don't want, you don't need, if you can't make, if you can't start turning a profit within a year or coming close to turning a profit or breaking even within a year, you don't need to be in the restaurant business. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't know if that's the, that's probably, that sounds about right. But, you know, yeah, as far as your initial budget, you want all the money to buy your gear, do all the paperwork, horse shit. For and a solid year. If right. If, if, if you're paying all of your employees and you're open for business and not a single fucking person walks in, you know, for the next year or year plus, which also, thankfully, one thing that in a, that restaurant business does have is people are generally intrigued by something that's new. Sure. So a lot of the time, restaurants will do very well in the beginning, but you got to be able to maintain that same buzz. So you either have to have the food quality to keep them coming in, the cheap prices, or something that keeps drawing in a crowd. Well, the, the triangle there, you know, price, quality, and speed. You can only have two. Yeah. Uh, just or, like the, the triangle of college, you know, good grades, sleep, social life. You can only have two. Yeah. Or and, you just don't have a lot of classes. Oh well, yeah. Or you take bird courses. Bird courses? Yeah. Bird courses. You just kind of float on through. Ah, you not know, familiar. Like, um, 
In that case, I think I, I had a bit of a bird major. I was going to say... In, 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 I majored in bird. <laughs> in the cases of someone like... it's it Basically, it's taking a class that you know you're okay, that you're going to be okay in. In my case, I usually generally do really well in history courses. Because for some reason, I'm a sponge for bullshit information that I'll never need in real life. I'm not saying that history is a bunch of bullshit information you'll never need in real life, but it's... <laughs> it's <laughs> It's, I don't know what it is. I have always just been able to, instead of actually sitting there taking notes and then going, pouring over them constantly to memorize it, I can just sit in the class, listen to the lecture, and then uh, like when the test is put in front of me, regurgitate all that information sure. back onto a piece of paper, mm-hmm. which in the cases of my professor that I had, one of them, that was the final exam. And then basically he said, I don't care about grammar. I don't care about sentence structure. I want information. You write down everything you know about that topic, and that will be what your grade is. So, and it was, and he said it was very rare for anyone to be able to put down enough information to where he thought, okay, you know everything you could possibly know about this person to receive the full five on the two full length questions, because it was. Yeah, the the two the two like page length pa- questions were five points apiece, whereas the little individual short answer questions were like three points apiece. Man, I would fuck that up royally. Like uh. I, it was really funny because when I got mine back, like you know how you'd have red marks of like people calling into question stuff. Yeah, sure. And he, it would next to mine. Some of it would say I had to Google that one. Like I was telling him shit he didn't know. Well, that's I guess that's a good sign. So Unless. it was like my when I when I was at uh when I was at your your alma mater for the semester and a half that I went there, mm-hmm. um, I, the American history course I took, I I passed that class with a ninety two. I went to three classes. Oh, nice syllabus day, midterm, final. Hey, if you can pull it off, why not? Because I well no, that's not true. I went to four classes. My bad. I went to one day of lecture to determine whether I wanted to sit through something that I've already heard a million times because it's American history. American history, they somehow feel like it can be dragged out over a year and then they cram world history into a year. You're talking about thousands of years versus a hundred years. Yes, I understand we should have a better grasp of our own history, but you're still going to try and squeeze like, what, 5,000 years of history into two semesters? Right. Mesopotamia, Rome. Hello. Yeah, it's that's basically what it is. It just skips over the highlights. There's yeah. lots of stuff they don't discuss in world history, which is why people kind of just go, "Oh, that happened." Sure. I mean, you tell someone you talk about Gilgamesh, and people don't know who the hell that is. Ah, uh, yeah, he was the villain from the Smurfs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm fairly certain we just offended somebody. I'm sure we have. Yes, <laughs> but that's kind of the. Well, I wouldn't say that's the point, but uh, no. We are not here to offend. No. We are here to entertain, Mm -hmm. maybe enlighten, mostly just entertain. It's entertainment with an offensive edge. It's offentertainment. Should we copyright that? I think we should. None of you fucks (laughs) steal our phrase. Well, thankfully, this has got to be edited first. This will will be edited, but I'm still going to leave both the word and the threat about using the word, you fucks, in here. Hopefully, before then, we will have It'll already be patented, already. copyrighted. It'll Trademarked. be ironclad. I will come to your house. I will eat five pounds of asparagus, and I will piss 
on everything you hold dear. And we're going to make you upload a five-minute-long YouTube video of saying that thing that Donald Trump has copyrighted. He copyrighted that? Yes. What? No shit. Yeah. Floppy-haired fuck. You have to pay something like $15 every time you say it or something like that. So So in the cases of us having to say it, we would have to use synonyms like you have been let go. Right. Your services are no longer required. They have been executed immediately. (laughs) Effective immediately. Get the fuck out of here. See? I like that even better. That's how you win the the apprentice. (laughs) Effective immediately. Get the fuck out of here. So in that case, we should copyright that one too. Effective immediately. Get the fuck out. That's for when they try and release it on SwearNet or something. E-I-G-T-F-O. H. O-H. Just go with... Just O. Yeah. You're adding too much if you add the Effective H. Effective immediately. Get out of my fucking sight. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? All right, this is why we need structure in this podcast. I was talking about gum tracks, and then we got... Oh, we got on some other fucking tangent. Where the fuck did we go with that tangent? Uh, I'll have to go back and find <laughs> out, which, yeah, can't do now. Th- hey, considering there's only the two of us, I think we've done pretty fucking good. Oh, yeah, we've we've, we've definitely eaten up some clock here. So, that, yeah, that's... Uh, How long have we been doing this? Uh, 51 minutes, 23, 24. Oh, Jesus, this only sounds like six. we've been talking to each other for about five minutes. Exactly, right? I'd say we're kicking some <clears> ass. <throat> so, gum tracks. You know, just one of those tracks that you hear it, blows your mind. For me, it's got to be at least one of my all-time top gum tracks, Cult of Personality, Living Color. It's a rare one. It doesn't come on often. It doesn't. But when it does, I find myself going, holy shit, why don't I just have the song on loop? I actually found that when you were, uh, after hearing you guys play it at one of your shows, Uh, I would would, would generally come into my realization a lot more when it was on the radio. Mm -hmm. And then I had one of those moments where I had like that that heartbreaking, gut-wrenching moment. When something that you know was only recorded about when you were born came on to a classic rock station. Oh, yeah. As soon as I started hearing Metallica on classic rock, I'm like, what the fuck? What? Oh, they play Soundgarden now. What? Yeah. Wow. Well, at least now I know where to go for the good shit. (laughs) Because now, when they try to still hang it on... It's called, just plug your phone into your car. (laughs) Just give up on FM, Ken. Oh, my God. Just about. And it's sad because I want to hear... FM doesn't stand for whatever it actually does stand for, which you can probably tell me. Fuck mouth? I was going to say fuck me, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's um, frequency modulation. Is it? Yes. And then AM is... Amplitude modulation. There we go. Basically, your carrier signal gets uh, modulated or modified... And if any uh, engineering or physics nerds care to chime in, if I don't exactly nail this description, please uh, feel free because I I, I'm, I think I'm getting this correct, but by all means. Also, uh, uh, just going to call this one retroactively, um, I am not a valid source of information. Uh, <laughs> don't quote me. Yeah. <laughs> just disclaimers. <laughs> Anything you hear, just take it with a fistful of... Artisan sea salt like a, in, that you put in, on your in caramel. In regards to the uh, fuckheads, it's like uh, it's like trying to write a paper in high school when your teacher tells you that you're not allowed to use that uh, internet encyclopedia that has a Hawaiian four-letter word in front of pedia. Pineapple idea. Sure, pineapples aren't lava pedia from Hawaii. I don't believe. I don't believe. I think so. they just the, fact, the climate is just perfect to grow them there. Dole shut the Did farm down. Did you know? That pineapple workers have no fingerprints. Do they just... The enzymes in the pineapple eats away their fingerprints. Hmm. So they make great bank robbers. I was going to say, yeah, the pineapple killer. Or, you know, they're all MIB agents. 
Could be that. It's a much less painful way, but it takes years. Yeah, plus that's probably some really luxurious jerking off. That's like no friction. <laughs> so if it's like, if you figure, I mean, if it's just the fingerprints, you can imagine the palm prints, you know, everything. All those ridges oh, are yeah, just Yeah, assumedly, smooth. yeah, you have like the smoothest hands in the world. Exactly. So does that just mean you're going to start just soaking your hands in? And pineapple, pineapple juice. juice. Yes, I need to up the ante on it's, the... It's for the, uh, it's for the wife, right? That's the velvet, exactly. Oh, of course. Yes, <laughs> that's the... <laughs> Velvet glove treatment. Like, what is that? Is that, is, is that Jergens? Here you go. It's Cook pineapple. it down. Like, boil it down into like a like Vaseline-like like state. A, just a congealed and sort of... just... There you go. Yeah. We'll call it Jamaican jerk. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> That's the stuff. Watch your mouth, Jamaican jerk. Jamaican jerk. Masturbatory. Hand, hand conditioning. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you, don't, you don't have to put the masturbatory. Yeah, it'll be like actual hand lotion. Keep it classy. Like, <laughs> wink, wink, asterisk. We know what you're using it for. You, have, you don't really have ashy ankles. Well, all right, so I need a gum track from you. Gum track? I showed you mine. Song you hear and you freak out. Song, yeah, you just you haven't heard it in a while. It shows up on a soundtrack. It's just, you know, blows you away. You're like, oh, God damn it. I've known this fucking. Oh, I don't know, man. I listen to a lot of weird fucking music. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like to happily go in and screw with Waffle House employees and play like Harry Belafonte Deo. Oh, the like, Banana Boat song. Oh yeah, like oh, but yeah. it's so funny because they don't realize that there's an app on the phone that allows you to operate the jukeboxes generally located in Wait, Waffle Houses. Waffle Houses have internet jukeboxes now. Yes, they don't have the dirty fucking no. a track. Pl- no shit. So now you can go in there, and it's really funny because you just sit there, or I'll, uh, I'll I'll straight like I'll I'll straight up ghost them, play some uh, Righteous Brothers, uh, Unchained and, Melody. Yeah. Uh. So it's it's it, the best one is when a Waffle House is actually kind of full, and there's not like but and then, but it's kind of quiet, mm-hmm. and it's just oh my. See. <laughs> If and were, it creeps everybody out. See, it's if, hilarious. If I were a Waffle House employee, I'd start trying to make a pot out of waffle batter and then have one of the other employees get behind them and just like move my hands <laughs> and they'd start doing the whole thing. <laughs> start necking. It's like, all right, I'm not going to eat here, but this is damn entertaining. <laughs> no coasting. That's how you deal with that shit. You'll never hear that song again. <laughs> Let's see. Song that I hear. Uh, I really couldn't tell you, man. Like it's, there are a bunch of songs that I'll hear. It could like, be obscure. It doesn't that's have the thing to be. Is it's, it's, that, it is like obscure things and stuff like that. It's music that I like, I don't know. I kind of write off like in the cases of like for Borderlands 2. Yeah. The soundtrack, the opening theme is a song by the heavy, which the only song that most people know by them is the song that they played for the end credits, which is how you like me now. Yeah. Okay. So. That one is tends to be the one that everybody knows by them, but then occasionally I've I've now started hearing it more and more speckled into the background of soundtracks. I've heard it on shows like TV shows on the Food Network. Yeah, like tagged in behind uh, diners and drive-ins and dives, just in the background. And sure. It's just like, and I'm like, I'm sitting there going, seriously? Yeah. See, another one for me is Beyond the Sea, Bobby Darren. Yeah, like that popped up on the oh, the original one. trailer. I, completely oblivious and no idea that kevin spacey played him yeah and you know like totally nailed it yes he did it um but yeah no i agree frank underwood as well sings the classics yeah speaking of have you watched any of game of 
House of Cards. House of, I was about to say Game of Cards. That uh, <laughs> Game of Cards. The I, poker reality Actually, show. we could probably make some serious money if we yeah. if we splice those two together. Yeah, House of Thrones. Game of stuff. War of... <laughs> Game of Cards. Is that just a poker show? <laughs> no. It's a rummy tournament. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. I'd watch that. <laughs> but like, you know, like a fake one. Where you're just like super drama and like added into a bunch of like really weird characters. Oh yeah, like slow-mo, the hand hits the table. Gin. <laughs> and then there's blood everywhere. And then that's scene. Boom. It's got that but, weird it's got that like that one one of the players is that like really, really old cliche Chinese lady. Yeah. Then there's gotta be the shifty douche from Vegas with yeah, the, the popped collar and the aviators. Yeah, and the the hat that's kinda like tipped up. Right. This Shifty douche. The guy I would kick out of my restaurant. Exactly. It's... (laughs) For those of you out there that do look like that, please don't stop listening to our podcast. We need your money to donate to charities. Well, they're not going to be donating. They might eventually. I mean, maybe. We'll put a a little donation tag. One non-douche fucking chromosome in your body, maybe you'll donate. But other than that... I was was trying to apologize to them, but you kind of fucked that, didn't you? Well, a little bit. (laughs) But it's that's that's just a get your shit together sort of suggestion. Turn your collar down. But put the collar tuck down. Tuck your shirt in. Get rid of the fucking hat. Do not. Or, or at least if like wear the hat like a normal fucking human being. Yeah. An axe smells like shit. I haven't met anyone yet who's been swarmed with the ladies for dousing themselves in fucking axe. Yeah, it's it's like you do like one across the chest at most. Don't like. Spray it in the air and walk through it like it's a humidifier. See, <laughs> just kind of, see, pull the tab down, duct tape it, and just set it on top of the sink. Sit on the toilet and read a magazine. <laughs> and by the time it's done, you grab another can. And you you start uh, you just I mean really just skip a step, take a hatchet, and just cut the top off the just, can. <laughs> just have it explode in your yeah, face. Cleave, You'll yeah. smell like axe. Cleave it open. Just kind of twist it open like a can of biscuits. <laughs> Do you still jump when you try to crack one of those open? I never jumped. No? That was that was, that was was Dan's ex. Uh, yeah. that was the, the one that I always find, I, I still like, and I don't know what it is. I know exactly which window they're going to jump out of. Those goddamn dogs. The first Resident Evil. Oh, still gets you? Still gets me. I'm like, I'm like, it's this one. No, it's it's not this one. It's the next one. And as soon as I walk up to the one that I thought it was this one, it always jump out. <sighs> and it's like, I know it's the second window from the end. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking barbecue dogs. Yeah. Those dogs just look like they went to town on a pile of ribs. <laughs> yeah, I think that was KC Masterpiece. Yeah. That they actually slathered them down in. In the movies. Yes. For I the mean, video games. Game, yes, it was actual blood. Give me a fucking gum song, motherfucker. Gum song? I just discussed a gum band. Yes, but I mean, all right, we want to talk about gum bands. How about talking the, about Gumby? The seat belts, fucking seat tank, belts. real folk blues. Oh, a lot yeah. of the cowboy bebop stuff. Some uh, fuck yeah. Well, yeah, no, it was uh, what was it? Uh, or like my favorite one is when you know, like high school bands try to play popular music. Uh, yes. Like uh, we actually, our high school band at one point, the the band director wanted to try and play tank. And then they found out that that horn section is impossible to be played by a human being. Because <laughs> they found out that it was a digital recording, apparently, or something along those lines. By the Japanese? Wait, <laughs> hold on. Ooh. No. The Japanese? Do digital things? Digital shit. <laughs> you, surely you jest, sir. 
all of Nintendo is drawn by hand. <laughs> frame by frame gel animation. It did that shit Disney style. Speaking of Disney, oh wait, we need to call fucking Dan. Should we try to call Dan? You want to try it with yours? And after a few minutes of dicking around with technical difficulties, we did get Dan on the phone, and we'll cue that up in just a minute. But I uh, just wanted to let you know I will be popping in here and there throughout this montage episode to walk you through the transitions. Uh, because episode one and two, frankly, editing and flow-wise, a little rough out of the gate. So rather than subject you to minutes upon minutes of dead space and ums and uhs, we sort of streamlined everything, took out the best bits, mashed them all together, and it turned out to be a, well, moderately passable first attempt at a podcast. Do enjoy the remainder, and without further ado, here is the phoner with Dan. Yeah, yeah. All right, hold on. Let's turn you up a little bit. We got Dan on the phone here. Coming to you live What's from up, man? Florida. All right. All right. Here's the question. Here's what's, uh, here's what's being discussed here. Here's what's trending. You ready? Okay. All right. We're talking about what we call gum tracks. These are songs that... I was going to say gumball tracks. Gumball. Hey, that works too. Gum stick tracks, gumball tracks. But these are tracks that you will hear... And maybe they pop up in a soundtrack or, a, you know, a trailer or something like that. And you just find yourself right. going, Jesus Christ, I love this song. Why don't I have this song on loop all the time? There's a fucking amazing song. Uh, do you have right, a song right. that fits that category? Myself personally? Yeah. Like a song that you hear and you're like, that's my jam. This is my fucking jam. And if you say a journey uh, song, I'm going to bitch slap you. Oh, yeah. Oh. I've always had one from Terminator 2. It is, I don't know the name of the song. It's by Guns N' Roses. But whenever it comes on, I I always think, man, that song sounds so awesome. It's when, um, let's see, Edward Furlong and then fucking, I can't remember the actor's name, but Butnik from Salute My Shorts shows up and they go off on the bike and they're fucking tearing ass around on a little dirt bike. uh, Edward Furlong's territory, you know, fuck. Called You Could Be Mine. Is that what it's called? John Connor. Yeah, John Connor. I don't know what it is, but anyway, the whole deal is it's a Guns N' Roses jam. The song is called You Could Be Mine. Man, that song sounds like it's awesome, but it's only for that part. You Could Be Mine. That song sucks. Okay, You Could Be Mine by Guns N' Roses. By Guns N' Roses. We just Googled that shit. I don't know if we can legally say Google. We can say Google. Oh, shit. We fucked it up. We said Google like four times in five minutes. Oh, oh, yeah. We owe them money, fuckers. (laughs) Awesome. Google. Well, thank you, sir, for your input. Uh, no, 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 no problem. I, that, that's one gum track also, that I can always think of. Also, one know. other thing. If you had to pick a specific Chinese dish, what would it be? Uh, before I die? or Like, what just go to Chinese dish. Just like, what do you boom, order? Right. You're, like, you're, you're how do you order it? Fucking Chinese. What's your jam? Okay, you, if, if I knew, if I walked into a Chinese joint, all right, and I didn't know... Anything on the menu, and it's all fucking Chinese, whatever the fuck. Right. And I would try, first off, I would say Mugu Gai Pan. With the pancakes? I would try that first. If they they are, if like, I look at it, I don't know what the fuck's on the menu. Chinese pancakes. Mm. Yeah. I would say Mugu Gai Pan. Okay. And then see if somebody says anything about that. Spicy, spicy, spicy beef lo mein. And I'd like to take this newbie break in the action to point out that the charity we're donating to this month is Heifer International, which comes up in the conversation right about um, now. Heifer International, uh, which I believe is what Ken said. Yes, that's Which Heifer is a 
charity that donates cows to people. In a nutshell, it just that's what it says on the website. We cows and shit. That's I mean, technically, yeah, right if we wanted to do something like that to help with with cows, we could go to uh, a website that allows you to send a variety of feces to people anonymously, and then the money accumulated from this is donated to various animal charities. One of the feces you can send is cow feces. Cow dookie in a box. Not you implying send chicken shit. You probably no, send there's chicken no chicken shit. shit. It's actually just elephant, gorilla, and cow. I was thinking about sending it to someone. That's that we pretty all exotic. Know. You can do elephant and gorilla, yeah. but yeah. you can't do chicken. No chicken. See, yeah. Well, you know what? I, I nobody think wants to collect chicken cow. Yeah, but you know what? At the same time, I mean, how great is chicken that to be sending it to somebody and you don't know what it is, and then you oh know, wait, no. The best thing is, is that there's the, the, a little shit. piece of paper on the box that says, "If you would like to know who sent you this, it's in the middle of the poop." And then there's a laminated well, card that says "We'll never tell." Yeah, but but at the same but at the same time, I'd, I'd like them to know that I, I sent them chicken shit. Because if I was sending somebody, chicken I'll uh, shit, I'll uh, I'll make a point to send an email to poosenders.com. You know, <laughs> I swear I, I to God, I'm like not plugging this website. On, <laughs> I'd like to make it a double entendre. I'm not going to lie. Okay, you know, that's my I point. I'll send, I'll send them chicken shit. I'll send them a heavily worded email shit. from us at uh, Watch Your Mouth. Yeah. And uh, request that they add in chicken shit. Yeah, chicken. To the, they should. I mean, fuck. You, you know what? Yeah. And and I wanted to add this. You can send. Part, sorry. There are you tons can send of chickens a, everywhere. You can send a sampler too. They, they, you can send all three of them if you want at the same time. Wow! Look at all the shit wow. this guy just sent me. You can send a That's shit what I'm sampler. About. The shit sampler. Mm, <laughs> that sounds wonderful. <laughs> ah. Well, anyway, well, I'm going to go back and watch Nico Ibrahim and drinking beer, if that's okay with y'all. Go for it, man. Get you some. Okay. All right. By the way, I have to ask. Okay. Michael, this is for you. Yes. Jess has asked multiple times. Do we need to pause right now? Don't we pause, bitch. <laughs> All right. So carry on. Go. So how are the cats? Lynx is Lynx, and Miso yeah. runs in terror the moment I enter the building. I, uh, I would have to say... That while thinking about it, his sluggishness may be a result of him being ill. You may want to seek a vet after. Hey, what? His you grandpa get back. shit? His well, grandpa shits are known because he like cooks his shit inside of him. No, no, and no, no, no. His sluggishness, <laughs> like the fact that he's becoming much more docile. Yeah. Like that was the same way that Taz was when he was sick. So he hasn't been shitting like he normally does, which makes us run from the fucking bathroom whenever. He no, shits. no, no. That's still there. No, that's still. Uh, no, well then that means he's healthy. Dan, sluggishness, nothing to do with shit. Yeah, we're all as in he's a like we're because he's shit. yeah done with shit. <laughs> just I'm fucking sorry, get off the phone. I'm talking about the fact that he seems to just be hanging out more. See, okay, this is good. He's radio. not being a fucking like yeah, seriously. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with this? Hey, it's about me. Don't you forget it, bitch. You're not fucking here, and you're still fucking commanding the goddamn show. You greedy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I want, motherfucker. Which, by the way, what we're gonna say, what we're gonna do in the event of Kenny's absence, is get a nice soundtrack of him screaming "fuck that," and we will then introduce the Kenny says "fuck that" segment. Yeah, we'll and we'll talk about how, like, you know, Kenny hates it when we talk about him, like directly in front of him. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, that sounds familiar. <laughs> like you but know, he, he fucking talking, hates that shit. Talking about all the things that he likes, and you know, well, but he. he love it though sometimes he gets a little off on it like when we try and like force him to drink alcohol that he doesn't want to drink like kenny wants to have a beer no kenny doesn't want to have a beer kenny wants to burn down an orphanage 
<laughs> well, if Kenny wants to burn down the orphanage, you know he's in a good mood. That and I <laughs> shit normally, so I'm healthy. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, gentlemen from Florida, I'm signing off. Fuck all right. you all. <laughs> Why don't you Later. just go fuck Bye. yourself? You go. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> in your fucking face. That's how you end a phone interview. <laughs> you hang up on that motherfucker. <laughs> Mid-sentence. That's power play extraordinaire. That is a good point to segue over to the last segment of the night. The first installment of Shit Michael Likes. I thought that was the Chinese thing. Was Well, we didn't officially mention that it was Chinese food. However, was that it? Yeah, we were kind of just going to like heavily discuss Chinese food in a uh, aggressive manner. Thank you for tuning Which, in to shit Michael likes. If that's the case, we could technically go to. We'll just we we asked Dan the question: What's his go-to dish Chinese to order food, in a yeah. random Chinese right, right. restaurant? Moogle guy pan, which I don't so, think I've ever seen him order. Moogle yeah, guy like pan. I'm seriously, I'm fucking baffled by that one. Yeah, that's the spicy one. beef lo mein. I thought I would have totally called. Yeah, and for like, me, it's. Uh, uh, okay. I mean, for you, what would you? What would? What's your go-to? Safety dish. Uh, typically, I'll either go General So, uh, Crab Rangoon, egg rolls. Usually, just egg rolls. That's usually my meter stick for. Yeah, another good thing to fav- another thing I find is you can't cook egg drop soup that tastes good. What the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah, it's a simple enough recipe. Seriously, it's basically just chicken broth, eggs, and a little bit of cornstarch. Right. If you fuck that up, I got no sympathy for you. So I mean, it's it's it truly is better if you make your own fucking chicken stock, but I'm not going to request that of every fucking Chinese restaurant because that's a bit ridiculous. Sure. But don't 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 fucking pour eggs in water and call it egg drop soup. Well, no, that's so, just. And then you get a little bit of yellow food dye. Salmonella uh, broth. In the case, another thing, I'm like I said, I like to base my opinion of Chinese restaurants off of their fried rice. If you can't get two of the simplest things down, what's the fucking point? Sure. And just because it's simple doesn't mean that it should necessarily go on the menu. It's a great speech in a movie called uh, Bella Marta, or Mostly Martha. It's a German flick. I had to watch it um, as part of a class. They Fucking did a shitty American I'm remake. Off the wall on shit I watch. Oh, well, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was, uh, they made a shitty American remake called No Reservations. Like most foreign movies that get remade, just watch the original. Don't waste your fucking time. Although apparently the old boy remake wasn't as bad, wasn't bad, but it wasn't as good. Of course, some get through, some get through, but for the most part, it's like, can you, can you, would it fucking kill you as an American to read some goddamn subtitles? I mean, come on. But this one, she does this speech about basic recipes and how it's kind of a double-edged sword. Seems simple, and oh, oh, it's just this one dish. It's salmon and a basil sauce or whatever, however the fuck she put it. He said, all right, that sounds simple enough. However, because there are so few elements, there's just the fish and the basil and the butter and you know this and that, it's a lot easier to fuck up. Whereas you have the big complex dishes that have myriad ingredients, you can slip up here or there and it still kind of washes out. But yeah, egg drop soup, eggs, water, stock. Eggs, chicken stock, a little bit of cornstarch. Right. Maybe sounds a simple touch enough. of soy sauce. But if you fuck up the ratio, eh. You fucked up the and dish. Plus, it, it, it is about trying to get the nice ribbons of egg right. over just you know, like a fucking blob. Yeah, exactly. And it's then the egg. other thing, seriously, how do you fuck up wontons? Because some places do that. It's a piece of fried batter. How the fuck do you screw that up? Yeah. <laughs> the mind surely baffles. Truly baffles. Gaily baffles. The mind baffles with some kind of fucking adverb. And I'm not sure which one. But I'm going to figure that out for next week. Word baffles. The way baffles the mind 
adverb. You could almost baffles. call the sensor, but the sensor noise like the beep, a baffle for cursing. That could that could that could probably work, but I'm just censorship. I just hear that and I'm immediately rubbed raw by it. And that's just eh, not we're not fun. talking about like freedom of speech censorship. We're just talking about the ability to curse and not give a fuck. Well, right, and I I'm a, I don't want to be yeah. I want to hear swearing, not beeping. You know, there there are instances where beeping you know sounds better than. It can be funny. Swearing. It can it can certainly be funny. Like you're hearing an old lady read Mother Goose, and then they just randomly sip in, Boop. or um, a uh, a Muppet that was uh, beeped. Yes. Um, very strategically mm-hmm. sounded hilarious. Yep. Or uh, I look at animated gifs, and yes, I pronounce them gifs for any of you GIF sons of bitches. GIF is fucking peanut butter. Right. So suck. And by fucking peanut butter, I mean a it. brand of peanut butter. Don't put your penis in peanut butter. No, don't don't fuck the peanut butter. <laughs> That's what he used to say. But uh, I was just going for a, like a show plug. Oh, just yeah. Like, Is it going to be one of those things where if somebody says "watch your mouth," we slap the shit out of them? That could be a show thing. Just, just watch your mouth. Right in the fucking. I mean, of course, we're not going to do that for like, you know, the intro because it's obviously got to be said there. Most of the time, that's going to be something that may be pre recorded. Right. But in the event of the process of recording the show, we could bitch slap the shit out of somebody who says, watch, watch your, mouth, your mouth. And go full hand, full on, like, right hand with the dip and split the lip. Right, right in the dick quiver. No. Don't know. That's. That's uncalled for, Ken. You don't See, need to do that to people. A, if, well, there's dick holster, right? Then there's like cock scabbard. I say quiver because... <laughs> it's kind of a happy medium. What are well, we going with here, Because Ken? it implies that multiple can fit in one container. Like a sheath or a scabbard will only hold one thing. One dick. What? Okay, okay. I'm, I'm mildly confused. Someone's mouth. Are you calling is someone's mouth a dick quiver? An airport for dicks. So, yeah. like, like a, a, are you implying that like the person we slap could hold multiple dicks in their multiple, mouth? Multiple, like s- several dicks sticking out of their mouth, like an onion mum. Or like trying to smoke like eight cigars. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> exactly. Onion mum. What the fuck's wrong with you? Multiple. <laughs> why did it go to cock? Why did why did we bring it to dick? Because let's, this is the level talk. of class. In fact, uh, I can't remember. How it happened. And since I missed the first show, I'm just going to round it out by uh, racking up a few quarters here and there. Yeah, sure. So, go fuck yourself, you stupid fucking asshole, motherfucker, bitch. Eloquently put. Damn it. <laughs> I don't think the queen herself could have said it better. Cocksucker. <laughs> but um, some... I can't remember what it was. I think it was... Oh! Groupie. Did you like the compl- the very like deftly snuck in, since we do talk about cursing, the deftly snuck in uh, Avengers thing where uh loki called uh scarlet um black widow a a, a whiny bitch yeah (laughs) mewling a whining cunt actually yeah basically yeah i I heard that just like (laughs) i work on the west bank which people affectionately refer to as the wank (laughs) and i try to explain to them don't fucking call i would say like we bank at most yes or or the westie something but don't call it the the westies is from boston yeah, I, I thought that was southeast. Is it? Uh, I don't know. Maybe, do they have all four corners of the compass? <laughs> Northeast, southeast, westeast. Easties. South by southeasties. That south sounds by like southwesties. <laughs> but Isn't uh, that a song? I, it is now. <laughs> song title. South. Southwesties. It's like southeasties. Su- like terriers from Alabama. Southwesties. <laughs> Why the fuck Alabama? That's not even Western at all. It, they're West, they're West Terriers, Westies, and they're from the South. 
Southwest East. Well, I mean, that it would made be kind sense of up here. God damn it! New wearing, Mexico, motherfucker. That's Southwest. Adorable little fucking seersucker suits and drinking. Southwest, you could be like you know, like a terrier from New Mexico. Fucking mint juleps. <laughs> drinking fucking mint juleps. We've, uh, I think we've we overrun out. it. We're hitting. Yeah, we're we're hitting. <laughs> we're starting the, to just ramble. Yes, we're hitting that diminishing returns point. <laughs> On that note, let's end this bitch because we get. technically pulled a Michael. We kept coming back. Yes. The, <laughs> The long adios. All right. We're going to sign off. Thank you for tuning in once again. We will see you next week. And remember, sharing is caring, so watch your mouth. And moving right along to part two of the episode one and two hodgepodge, which is our first attempt ever at sitting down and doing this with myself, Dan, and Chris Franz. Do enjoy. Along the way, I wanted to tell you, I don't know if Chris knows what, what's in an old-fashioned. Do you mind explaining that? Oh, not at all. Yeah. Old-fashioned is a very simple, uh, very simple concoction. It's whiskey-based. So the way I put mine together, you start off with the empty glass, a little simple syrup, which for the uninitiated there, that's just sugar water. I usually go like a 50% split sugar, hot water. Simple syrup is a super-saturated sucrose solution. Yeah. Oh, look at that boy. He's got the elocution. Fucking ration. Okay. Little simple syrup. You get uh, you get a slice of orange and a cherry. Muddle the fuck out of it. You know, smash it with the blunt end of something. Uh, then you add your ice, your whiskey. I usually go with uh, Maker's Mark, but I can just as easily go with uh, I don't know Evan Williams or Dickel or. Yeah, one of those. Mark on the shelf. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Stuff you have already. Yeah, I got some of that. Then uh, a few dashes of bitters. bitters. Not everybody has bitters laying around just because that's one of those weird... What's bitters? It almost looks like a T9C bottle of grenadine or okay. Uh, okay. You know, cherry yeah. juice. But basically, my understanding of bitters is that they, it's like a condiment to make otherwise shitty liquor palatable. Interesting. Say, it, it adds herbal and aromatic qualities. Da, 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 da. I'm like, this sounds like I'm actually surprised I don't have it with Melinda and her different ways of wanting to make every fruity drink in the world. Or oh, combination. I'm, I'm pretty sure she would take some uh, of that. Fruity drinks are easy. You can mask that with enough fruit juice and grenadine and Sprite and everything else. But bitters, it's more like, ah, I got this bottle of old fucktard whiskey and it's kicking the shit out of me. A couple of dashes of bitters. All right. Now, the guy that trained me, he was all about aesthetics. So what he would do is he would take the uh, the old-fashioned after it was mixed. He would strain it into another glass with fresh ice, and then he would put a pristine orange and cherry as a garnish, which I thought was horseshit because I like the fact that there's a smashed, just disembodied fruit salad at the bottom of my cocktail because mm. then you've got something to look forward to at the end of the yeah. drink. A cherry flavor, anything, I, I, I could fucking do without it all together. So not, not even like Cherry Garcia ice cream? No. Fuck no. Wow. I know. It's a, uh, it's just a disturbed existence you lead. I, well, you know, it's like, I just don't know what it is. Cherries, it's like they go in my mouth and my head goes, get out, get out, get out. All right, have you ever had, oh, who makes them? Oh, I can't remember the name. I'm not going to waste a bunch of dead air trying to think about it, but it mm. comes in this little tiny hexagonal jar and the the juice that it sits in. It's not even juice. It's like sauce. It is a thick syrup uh-huh. uh, and these, these tiny little black cherries in fact we oh, went God. to this joint in new orleans and i had an old-fashioned right and it was this little black looking ball sitting at the bottom it was like oh they they garnish their 
drinks with musket balls. That's cute. Oh, I'd, boy. <laughs> so we asked the uh, server, excuse me, what um, what do we have going on in here? It's like, oh, it's just an old-fashioned. That's your standard cherry and orange. Yeah, sure it is with that, a little so musket ball. the fuck is this thing? Right. So I finally finish off the drink and I find, you know, get around to the cherry. It was the best goddamn cherry I ever put in my mouth. I'll have to look it up. Okay. I, I will I'm get scared. you the name. I am scared. And I will funnel them down your throat like a frogwag goose. I'm going to feed you black assholes, by the way. And just so you know, no. if you don't know what block that a, means. Fuck a black asshole. They are black olives. That is the key <laughs> term that it said. The devil's anus. I fucking hate. Oh, God, do I hate me some fucking black olives. I don't I, like olives either, so. Yeah. Booyah. Well, yeah, but the, the thing is, is like, you've eaten green olives. You don't mind those. I'll eat, okay. The only context in which I'll accept an olive. Is it martini? I could do a martini. Okay. But I was thinking muffalata. Ah, yes, muffalata, oh, yeah. salad. No. Yeah. No. Can't, can't do it? No. 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 Well, That's my thing. It's a hamburger, fries, fried shrimp, you know, Chris really enjoys like a good steak or something like that, but, you know, anything outside of that, with anything green, no. No, no, not true, because I make pesto chicken. I, 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 but that's d- chicken. I mean, it's just a little no, no, bit no, of green. Pesto, pesto sauce, basil, pesto, green. It's olive oil. It's mm-hmm. freshly mm-hmm. grated Parmesan cheese. Does it have vegetables in there? No. Okay. Yeah, we're arguing the salad. menu no. like six-year-olds here. I don't like green. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, when I was little, I didn't like the little black specks in my eggs. Ah, which was pepper. Pepper. Really? So mm-hmm. mom swapped it out with white pepper. I was none the wiser. And I was oh. growing up convinced that I... Had abstained from Good pepper job, for Mom. so many years. Hell yeah, like, that's smart. Oh fuck you, you little dipshit! You've been eating pepper this whole time. <laughs> oh well, my parents. I used to always love uh, steak, so I was always wanting steak. Well, of course, you know, parents are not feeding me steak all the time. They're, so you know, they got smart. They they realized. So I'd be like grilled chicken on my plate. What type of what is this steak? Oh, I like this steak. You know, <laughs> I eat it no problem. Shrimp on the plate. What is this curly steak? Oh. Oh, I love this steak. This is fantastic. Neptune steak. Fucking jerks. I was never that gullible. Oh, I was very gullible. I believed everything they said. Wow. I know. That was dumb. Like, oh yeah, mom. This looks like top grade Angus corn fed shrimp, you fucking liar. (laughs) Up in the table. Yeah, just to knock it over. I'm not going to die this fucking anymore. Skip ahead, skip ahead, bunch of dead space and newbie bullshit, and we found ourselves talking about movies. Well, we're just, we're in the the gritty reboot era. Everything Mm. is getting a fucking dark, gritty. There's a fucking Power Rangers, apparently. Oh my god, did you see that? I Uh, mean, the fan-made one? Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Everything is getting a dark, gritty, almost either post- or mid-apocalyptic reboot. Okay. All right, we're talking about reboots and all this gritty bullshit. Okay, I'll talk about the fucking elephant in the room that some fucking reason they're getting a sequel. They should not be getting a sequel, okay? They already made three of these movies. They're great for kids, okay? You know what I'm talking about. Thomas the Tank Engine. Fuck you. Uh, I'm seriously talking about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles by Michael Bay. Fuck you, Bay. Oh, Oh, that's, yeah. yeah, that's happening. Huh? Oh, yeah, they're making a second one. And which really makes me upset is that uh, our boy Arrow, uh, Oliver Queen's actor, is actually uh-huh. going to yeah. be Casey Jones in the flick. Uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm, not, I, I'm upset that he is being a part of that because I like the actor. I think he's fantastic. Don't know his name. Sorry, y'all. Uh, he is fantastic, though. Who, um, who would you vote for a Casey Jones if not In him? the Michael Bay world? Mm-hmm. None. Just, I don't want him making any more Ninja Turtle movies. I, I mean, did you get to yeah. see the new the first? Did you see the first one that he made? No. Oh, don't. 
Oh, that's what I hear. So yeah. I just and I listened. It, it takes enough effort for me to get to the fucking theaters as it is. Right. So if if I'm leaving, just getting loaded down with mm-hmm. tidings of don't fucking waste your time. Yeah. Don't do it. Well, just I I stay home I, and cheer. I took get, the I took the hit for you. If you uh, well, you've I seen it, it, Chris. You own it. I oh, own it God. too. I own it. And what I did is I gave it to my brother because I couldn't Digital. stand it. Uh, oh well, uh, it's not going anywhere. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> that's that's like a badge of shame right there. <laughs> But it's okay. We all make mistakes. There are movies we should not have purchased money or invested in in any way. This is one of them, okay? Because, Ken, when I say this, this is like nightmare fuel for children for eons to come. Like, all the characters are these roided-out turtles. They're no longer the kind of short, you know, but muscly guys that you see. They are behemoth, monster-like figures that you see on a muscle magazine that are toting, you know, handcrafted weaponry and whatnot, and each of them has their own style and look, which is okay, because you don't want for the same thing, you know, like they had in the original. They had the bands, the, the bandanas. The colors, the, Yeah, sure. the colors. It was simple. They were color-coded. Very simple. Well, I think purple to this day, I think fucking nerd. I, I mean, well, I'll tell you right now, looking at each of the turtles, I, I was just disappointed completely yeah yeah and it, like but then on top of that even going into the uh honestly the voice acting i didn't like the voice actors except for nolan north sorry Nolan. so you know that other than that i really didn't care for them i didn't feel they suited their characters i thought donatello was an insult he was this nasally little you know super nerd kind of teen you know blah, 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 blah. i was like no mm, no i know that donatello is a nerd okay but I don't need the whiny, weasley, nasal. Like you don't need the fifties nerd oh, stereotype. Yeah, exactly. The, uh, adjusting his glasses. Fuck and, that. Like, I'm afraid I'm late for chemistry. This. Oh, oh my god. This you know. You will have to be put off. Yeah. Is that, turn the page. Wash your hands. You know. I don't want that shit. Okay. You know. I I, I understood Donatello sticks out from them because he's smart. But, you know, it was one of those fucking things. I, I mean, seriously, come yeah, on. I know, man. but it's, it's just yeah. the way he <laughs> Yeah. Obviously, he stands out. He's not dumber than shit. Yeah, you know. But that, that's the thing. It's like, I felt it. It was, the portrayal was insulting. And then Shredder, son of a bitch. I don't even get on it. I'm not good. To, okay. Well, get it off the soapbox. Stepping it's away. Off. It's Fuck off it. the table. I don't want to give it any more airtime. Eventually, we found our way into discussing the new Star Wars trailer. Uh, more particularly, one aspect of the new Star Wars trailer, the dreaded lightsaber with a cross guard on it. But then also, you notice his lightsaber right there. Oh, how do you not notice that? Oh, as soon as that trailer came out, just it blew out. Oh, lightsaber with a cross guard. What the fuck? And I was like, well, I was, I was, I was kind of thinking to myself at first. I was a little upset. And then I thought about it. I'm like, you know, I've always wondered about that. I mean... Really? Do you not think to put some protection for your hands? I mean, because they're like sitting right next to the fucking sun, okay? <laughs> I mean, it's a sun blade. I mean, let's point this out, people. This thing goes through whatever it feels like, okay? And and the guards, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe that's some real good engineering coming out there. Well, one explanation that you know I heard when they were going back and forth about it, was, uh, someone suggested that it might be either an older or a custom sort of mishmash mm-hmm. piece together right um, just jiffy rigged lightsaber and those are not extra blades but in fact vents oh. to keep it from overheating so you're just sort of seeing 
off-gassing. Exhaust. Oh, kind of, that's yeah. interesting. Huh, that's said, Notice it doesn't have the same kind of definite shape as the rest of the blade. It almost looks like two flames just... Yeah, it, yeah, that, that like, sounds that's, interesting. That's, that's an interesting little explanation, yeah. That is fun. I like that. And then... Uh... And finally, we found ourselves at the last segment of the evening, the first round of the Watch Your Mouth podcast zombie game. The arena of the game, the Watch Your Mouth studio. Well, Let's do the on. zombie. All right, so explain the zombie part and so we can get this rolling for Chrissy here. All right, zombie game is pretty straightforward. Okay. We're going to post a picture of a room, very disordinary, unassuming room, okay. to the website or the Facebook feed, probably both, because I imagine we're probably going to have both. Correct. And uh, in five minutes, should we say five minutes or ten minutes? What do you think? I would say five minutes makes you panic and make really quick decisions. Uh, in ten minutes, you can think of a lot of things and then rethink them. I think we should just go with five. All right, That five. sounds like you're fucked anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. five minutes, the door's going to give, and there's going to be a horde of fucking zombies coming after you. So, you've got five minutes using whatever you see in the room and your standard items, which are a pocket knife and a cigarette lighter. Did we include rope or fuck rope? No, no, no. Rope's too, too, too much. Like too, like a pocket knife and a, a lighter you would have on your person. Right. But rope, I, I mean, you could say shoestring. S- stupid fucking rope. You right. say, I mean, if you want to use belt. shoestring, sure. Yeah, belt. 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 Yeah, right, yeah, exactly. Right. So, so right, fuck the rope. Things on your person. There we go. Yeah. So five minutes, door's going to give. Zombie's coming after you. You've got a pocket knife, a lighter, and whatever you see in that room to arm yourself. Now, the next question, uh, obviously, is what kind of zombies are we dealing with? Are these is getting bitten an issue. And that's where the coin toss comes in. Right. So heads, it'll be uh, walking dead zombies. Okay. Where you have to get out of the house without getting bit. Okay. Don't get bit. Coral. Don't get bit. Sucks balls. Uh, And tails will be left for dead zombies where getting bitten is not an issue. Bites don't infect. But there's a shit ton more of them. And they are uh, fucking raging. Okay, they, they are yeah. not your, I'm shambling towards you. They are running their ass off, trying to just barrel through as much as they can and just take you apart. Exactly. And since you're by yourself, you know, we'll eliminate the uh, specials mm. uh, from the from the mix. So no tanks or jockeys or any of those others that yeah. require teamwork no to get rid of. That's a, that's a, that's a no. That's so, a negativo. Uh, the first entry, first room is going to be... Our studio, okay, right here. All Just right, looking around, uh, and we'll throw this up. You know, submit your answers, and we will uh, select from the the best of the best uh, when we sit down for the next episode. So, looking around here, gentlemen, what do you think we can do to fend off? Well, first, we need to flip a coin. We need to find out what we're dealing with here. Does anybody have any change? <laughs> well, here I've got this. This is about as close as it comes to. It's my little pedometer. So we'll say numbers is heads and tails. Okay. Right, that works. Where are we at? Where are we We're at? We're on heads. Heads. So these are walking dead. Okay. Shambling. Don't get okay. bit. Shambling. Bites infect. Okay. Gotcha. So let's see. I'm thinking first thing right off the bat. I mean, using microphone wired, that's not going to help you. It's not like you're going to choke anybody out. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you can bind things. You can bind things. I mean, I was thinking if you pick up this fucking table. If you don't mind me interjecting. No, go for what's it. What's our... Exit. Which are we talking window or are we talking door? Because we've got two here, so are we only picking one? So yeah. I think let's let's pick with the one. And Win- what would you recommend? I'd say the the window's I been boarded off. Oh okay. wait, a window boarded off. 
Oh, you okay. think it, windows think boarded off. That yeah. would make sense. Okay, yeah. windows windows boarded off. So our doorway right here into my laundry area, as so to speak, right. so is the only a, way out. You got a hallway, then you got to make your way out to the door. But it gives, gives you a bit more of a of a challenge. If it's the window, well, then fuck it doesn't matter if they're coming at you because out the window and boom, there right. you are. Exactly. There's exactly. The, there's the chopper. So you so have five minutes. And you you're got five minutes, and you know what I would probably do? I would probably take as much microphone cable as I could. Wrap it around my forearms. Okay, okay. Uh, providing a nice little bite shield. Okay, okay. Also, it gives some weight, so I could probably, you know, throw some punches. Right on, right on. Uh, let's see, what else do we have in here? That's heavy enough. Well, as much as it pains me to say it, I'd probably be using either these monitors or these towers as uh, bludgeoning devices. Oh, okay. Of some gotcha, kind. gotcha. Probably... You have you have one case with handles on it, don't you? I do actually. Boom. Yeah, the Scout Two. That's cool gonna master. be fucking Mjolnir. Thank you so much, Cool Master. You're mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, now it's gonna be head squish, Master. Uh, that's that's yeah. a good uh, that's a good swing. I mean, honestly, that thing weighs a good I'd say almost twenty pounds. So mm-hmm. you could really fuck up some, and those corners. Fuck those corners. Oh yeah, that's my option. Okay, just wrap okay. up from you know legs, arms, as much of myself as I could get covered in a microphone. In five cable. minutes, you know. Okay, got gotcha. you. Okay, grab a grab a CPU and just fucking get to smashing right on right on no okay so we're shambling walking dead zombies all right chris and your turn uh i think i would flip over this big old table right here okay as a uh, funneling device with a door okay okay so that I can yeah a little slower in the room okay i forgot you have these closet doors over here right right that's true shit they're right behind me distance see. right yeah uh from you mm-hmm. you know some more just funnel them uh, yeah because even to get past the door you don't want to slow them down and then you would have to sacrifice some of these monitors in here at some point. Don't touch uh, the monitors, man! <laughs> you know, you could probably, uh, these little arms for these mics right here, you can probably just break them and use them as uh, stabbing, stabby. Sure, yeah, you can get them. Oh, some, yeah, they, they, they yeah. would, yeah. I think they would do pretty well. Zombie yeah. shivs, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I mean, if you get them funneled enough to a tripping over each other, you know, just got to get them down. And uh, uh, there's not much stuff in here. Oh, I mean, uh, honestly, it's it's all in the imagination. It's, it's all budgeting items, really. I yeah, mean, yeah. Uh, at yeah. This so, point. so flip the table. Uh, you have another table right there to help mm-hmm. block them off. Oh yeah, yeah. Trip. Yeah, and, so you uh, could break some of that's a folding table. I mean, you got you have a yeah, nice little. Some, yeah, you got some bars underneath there too. Yeah, mm-hmm. break mm-hmm. those off pretty. Maybe I mean, journal's going. Okay. Sure. Yeah, definitely. And I'm not sure what's in that closet. I would definitely have to check it. Rolls yeah. of carpet mostly. Yeah, basically. So uh, technically, if you uh, if you had your pocket knife, uh, may I interject? Yeah, and yeah, yeah go for this. Yeah. So so we're looking at uh, what we have. If the closet was open, you know, I do have rolls of carpet. You know, that would make good armor or something like that. But keeping it just in the room. Um, so I know what's in this room because this is my room. Okay, but the thing is, is I I'm looking at my idea is I need to get out without getting bitten. So armor is the key. Like the cord idea, that's great. That's a good idea. I think that's great. Um, five minutes alone, though, my money would be on just trying to get some of that cardboard that we've got in the corner there, breaking that up. Even though it's not much, it's better than nothing. Uh, taking some of the twine, wrap it around, just making simple cuffs, you know, something something to put my hand in harm's way, but just to throw them out of the way as well. You know, good forearms that I'm not going to rip my arm open with. I mean, heck, I got keyboards. I can put keyboards on my forearms and just start batting them away because these are walking dead zombies and if i may don't ever say heck again what never what the heck 
No. You don't like that? No, fuck that. Okay, what the hell? Okay. Go. Say, what the fuck? Is that better? That's you what know, the fu- yes. fucking right. Okay. Sorry. Um, let's see. Some other fun things that I have in this room. I have this lovely little IKEA table here that I, I chose. Thank you, Neil. Yeah. Um I would totally break some of those legs off. Um if I have time to do a little whittle. Uh, I would not whittle a fine point. I would just try to make it enough so that it'll go through an eye socket, maybe punch through. Are you, you know? talking, yeah, like yeah. Uh, uh, a little steak action. Style yeah, you know, a little steak the... action, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but, you know, like hearing out Chris's idea, the whole barricading room does make a lot of sense. Sure. And that would be the first thing is to make more time. You know, uh, you've got five minutes before they're coming. And if you know that for certain, making more time that they can't come through the one portal that is entering and exiting the room, that would be the goal, I would say. So I, I so got to say the, 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 the table. Spartan approach. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. The numbers won't count for shit. Yeah. Funnel them in. <laughs> Fuck. I mean. I mean they're going to be funneled by the hallway, too. Yeah. So, sure. I mean, there could be 30 of them out there, but yeah. I mean. If you're just picking them off one at a time. At some point. Now, yeah. also, the chair right here oh, yeah. has oh. a whole bunch of like really nice spindles. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, a good spin- idea. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. that's that's tasty. And that's I like really that. really easy to whittle with a knife. Oh, I, I mean, shit, dude. This uh, this wood right here, you can pull this off. I mean, the wood glue that's holding it in wouldn't take, take too much. Dude, these are perfect. I think that's a great idea. Good call. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, and we've got three of those chairs in here, and there's each uh, oh, spoke or, or uh, you know, six of these bad boys each. I mean, that's just like walk up, bam, take that, bam, take that, bam. I mean, you're just rolling around murdering and some zombies right through the eye socket. See, yeah, you, you guys are you're taking a much more practical approach. That's why I'm glad I'm getting more minds in it. Because my next idea was, what if I just, what if I just took the TV and threw it like a fucking ninja star? Just you know, I I, I would two corners and just on edge. I wouldn't hold that it against down you. The hallway. I mean, why not? It would just be for fun. You know, you're not coming back here. You're getting taken away on a fucking magical helicopter ride to safe zone or something like that. You know, but it, you know that that is a good idea. Where you know, I'm I'm over here. Uh, you're in blockade mode. I'm in like making sure I don't get bit mode. Ken was, uh, you know, he's doing a bit of both, but then at the same time, you know, why not? Why wouldn't it be fun just to, you know, keep the cords hooked up to it and wing it around like a fucking mace and well, just that, like fling some too. motherfuckers, you know? <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, uh, I mean, hey, we got enough twine in here. You know, you can make yourself a fucking pitchfork out of these bad boys or something and get stupid with it. <laughs> hey, you can get Dead Rising with it. I mean, have you ever thought about that? I don't uh, know if you're familiar what, uh, with What the separates dead, the Dead Rising? Uh, dead Rising is uh, the thing about that. As far as zombies go, is they get stupid with their weapons. Okay, like we're talking sledgehammer and chainsaw on the other end. So, you know, you're doing all these ah. combos where you're like smashing people, boom, boom, and then you go cut somebody in half with the chainsaw side. Uh, by the way, they just released in Crackle the Dead Rising uh, uh, movies, or so to speak, or TV series. So I, nice. I would actually say try it out, check it out. I haven't seen or heard anything about it, but that would be fun to check out for your zombie uh, testing ideas and let the, the juices flow. Sweet. So, but, awesome. Uh, no, that sounds good. Sounds right. good. Well, yeah, if you have any ideas on um, how you would arm yourself, by all means, post them to the Facebook page, post them to the site. We will thumb through them. And I don't know, maybe the best description or best submission um, from our listeners, I don't know, gift card. Uh, or maybe even you'll get Kenny's leathery voice doing your message on your cell phone. I will do your cell phone message. Yeah, yes, see, I there will. you go. Why not? It could be awesome, you know. Or yeah, you can get Chris. Chris could do it. Garen fucking really to you, it's no. not going to be clean. No. No, It'll we'll be like, it. Chris will be like, leave a message. Fuck you. <laughs> hey, this is Brad. <laughs> I'm in church. Fuck off. <laughs> Even better. And there you have it. The Watch Your Mouth 
Maiden Voyage, Episode 1 and 2, Hodgepodge Deluxe. If we have any super fans out there in the future, guy can dream, right? We will post the full unedited episodes in their full-length, ugly, ugly glory for your, I'm not even going to say pleasure, for your own self-infliction. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll keep you posted with more games, content, and goodies as they surface. Thanks again, and remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth.